Well, you're listening to Quad Dot Rocks, God the World and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, you've got it, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. This is Season 18, Episode 388, Title, Dwell on Pure Things. Subtitle, Moral and Spiritual Cleanness in a Defiled Culture. If you think of pure things, then you will have pure thoughts. Philippians 4.8 is our key verse for our mini-series on the six Christian ideals. Finally, brothers, whatever things are true, whatever things are honorable, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is any praise, think about these things. The commandment is to think on these things. We use the word things all the time, but what does the word mean? The word things is a noun. Nouns are words that name persons, places, things, ideas, concepts, events, or processes. The meaning of the word things here hinges on several factors. These things act as a demonstrative pronoun, meaning it points back to the specific preceding list of qualities, these ideals mentioned before, not referring to any random thing. The Apostle Paul encourages focusing on positive and morally uplifting qualities, These things are true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, of good report. Focusing on these things cultivates a mindset that aligns with the Christian life, ideals that serve as a guide for our thoughts and actions, and foster joy, peace, and personal growth. I asked ChatGPT the following question. What are the key virtues or ideals that any successful culture must build on to have stability in government and daily living? It's interesting that an advanced, non-religious-based computer machine echoes the things listed here in Philippians 4.8. In the midst of a society that has come unraveled in every way, we must reinforce obedience to dwell on these things if we're going to survive and thrive as individuals and as a nation. We must press on in the resistance of our cultural slide into filth and debauchery and to know that these six virtues are still attainable regardless of the current cultural decay. Dwelling on pure things is Christian ideal number four out of six. The word translated pure here means pure, chaste, modest, innocent, blameless. It's often used in contexts referring to moral purity or cleanliness, both in a literal and metaphorical sense. It appears in various ancient texts, including religious and philosophical writings, In the Christian Bible, there are numerous references to purity or pure things, both literal and metaphorical. In our present culture, the ambassadors of the devil are doing a tremendous job of destroying any understanding of the word pure and purity. Here are some examples of the Christian ideal of purity. Pure heart. Matthew 5.8 says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. This verse emphasizes the importance of inner purity and sincerity of heart. A pure conscience, 1 Timothy 1.5 says, The goal of this command is love, which comes from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. Here, purity of conscience is linked with genuine faith and love. Pure speech, Psalm 141.3 says, Set a guard over my mouth, Lord. Keep watch over the door of my lips. This verse highlights the importance of speaking with purity and avoiding harmful or impure speech. Pure thoughts, here found in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Pure worship. Romans 12, 1 says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, 
holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. True worship is described as offering oneself in purity and dedication to God. The commandment to think pure thoughts touches every aspect of human life, including our heart, conscience, speech, thoughts, and worship. We have a hard time really locking our minds onto a clear understanding of what constitutes purity. Yet we have no difficulty understanding the opposite of purity because we are immersed in a modern-day Babylon whose chief characteristic is defilement, the soiling of every aspect of human life. The opposite we understand. We read passages like Mark chapter 7, verses 20 through 23 that paint a clear picture of human defilement. He went on to say, What comes out of a person is what defiles them. This is Jesus speaking. For it is from within, out of a person's heart, that evil thoughts come. Sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from inside and defile a person. Wow, all these external sins that tear us apart as humans and tear us apart as a culture all originate from within, evil thoughts instead of pure thoughts. Mark this down. Thoughts become words, become actions. So my friend, it's paramount to focus our minds on pure things, to maintain pure thoughts, because as the core of our being is, so goes our entire life. Proverbs 23, 7 reminds us that as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. James 4, 8 says, Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Purity is to come into a single mind that is in direct fellowship with God. All the world may be doing something, yet when you are near to God and not divided in your thinking, you possess the ability to call a thing unclean that the world calls clean. That built-in ability to see the truth and take proper action is freedom and success. The Andy Griffith Show was a popular primetime TV show that aired from 1960 through 1968. It's a classic American sitcom set in the fictional, slow-paced southern town of Mayberry, North Carolina. It was a major television success, remaining one of the highest-rated shows in American history. It's known for its wholesome charm, relatable characters, and timeless themes, even though it depicts an idealized version of small-town life. Yet, against this seemingly wholesome public perception, as you reflect on the show, you realize that none of the main characters of the series were married. Sheriff Andy Taylor was a widower, raising his little boy Opie with the aid of his Aunt B. Aunt B was single. Andy's deputy Barney Fife was single. Floyd the barber was single. Howard Sprague, the accountant, was single. Goober Pyle, the gas station proprietor, was single. His cousin Gomer Pyle was single. Ernest T. Bass, Helen Crump, Andy's girlfriend. Thelma Lou, Barney's girlfriend. And Aunt B's busy-bodied friend, Clara, all single. When the actor Andy Griffith left the show that bears his name in the middle of the final season, character Sam Jones, played by popular actor Ken Berry, was brought in to bridge the gap from the Andy Griffith show into the spinoff series Mayberry RFD. Sam is depicted as a single father with a young son named Mike. We see Aunt B helping with childcare for Mike while Sam fulfills his duties as the mechanic in Mayberry. The only regular cast member who was married was Otis, the town drunk. My friend, 50 years ago, the groundwork was being laid for familial sexual relationships minus marriage as the norm. 
Everyone on TV now just lives together or has unbridled sexual relationships, and we wonder why the concept of pure things is being erased from our minds. It has been one of the most spectacular machinations of the devil for a half a century and longer to destroy the individual, the family, and our country. That jewel of God that has been the closest thing to a new Eden of God the world has ever seen, the land we once called America the Beautiful. Look at the photographs now of all the major cities. Rampant homelessness, filth, and decay. Defilement at every turn. The opposite of purity. If you dwell on it too much, it can drive you mad. But my friend, here's the solution. Purity must start with each of us as individuals. We must focus our minds on the things of purity found in God above and wholesome things below. Then we must export purity to those around us in our spheres of influence. We may not think others are watching, but they are, my friend. And as they observe us keeping our minds on pure things, it will have a life-transforming impact on those whom God is calling into His kingdom. In the darkest of times, the light of purity shines brightest. It's a fight moment by moment to keep ourselves undefiled by the world and its system. But through the power of God's Holy Spirit at work in our lives, we can do it, my friend. Remember, the sun is always shining somewhere. So my friend, may you go in peace now to love and serve the Lord.